Hello everyone, today I'm going to play an episode from my new podcast called Just Connect, a short 12-episode series that is focused on how you can build and grow your network. So I hope you enjoy it and now let me go ahead and play it for you. Hello everyone, I'm your host Sonali Mangal and welcome to the first episode of the Just Connect podcast by Learn, Educate, Discover, where we'll be sharing tips and suggestions for how you can build and grow your network. And on our show today, we have with us James Eder, who is the co-founder of The Beans Group, a youth media company based in the UK that gets millions of visitors every single month. And more recently, he has started a mobile app called Causer. And James is going to be sharing his tips and suggestions for how you can build and grow your network on today's episode. As you can see, James has done really well. And that's in large part due to the numerous connections that he's been able to make over the many, many years. And one really interesting concept that he talks about in today's discussion is how instead of thinking about networking in a very traditional way, think about it as more of net giving. And I'm going to let James talk about this now. So without further ado, Let's welcome James. James, hello. Welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. Thank you so much for coming once again on the podcast because you've been on the Learn, Educate, Discover podcast, which was really good. There was episode number 57, if any of you haven't heard it yet, where James shared really a lot of really amazing stories. I still cannot believe them. I mean, I do believe them, but they're unbelievable. (laughs) Thank you. It's great. Great to be back and speaking again. Yeah. All right. So as you heard, we'll be talking about networking and how people can build a network. So before we get into the how... Can you share your thoughts on whether someone's professional network is important in the first place? Yeah, I mean, networking at the heart of it is is absolutely crucial. I think for anyone that really wants to um, to to get ahead and succeed, and I think it's it's no longer about how you can do things by yourself, but how you can enable and, and, and accelerate kind of whatever you're doing, and it's by engaging those people around you and, and making those. Uh, connections and joining those dots and um, you know my favorite phrase I started my first company when I was 22 and very early on I would be meeting people kind of much further advanced in their careers and one of the key things that sticks out is this notion of people do business with people mm-hmm. and so behind the scenes like whatever it is that you know you think about big companies that you want to work with or organizations and communities and networks themselves all behind them are, are people at the end of the day and if you make a a person-to-person connection, um, then anything's possible. Absolutely. I mean, can you share examples of how your network may have helped you in the past? Yeah, definitely. Um, very funny scenario, actually. I was um, involved in something at university called ISEC, uh, which was an international student-run uh, organization. And I found myself at a luncheon uh, at a, in, in South Africa, an event, and I walked into the room and it was an event for something called the B Team. So um, it was something Richard Branson and Ariana Huffington and various kind of world leaders have kind of come, come together and thought the governments aren't doing a very good job. So we're going to create the B Team mm. uh, and pull all things together. And um, so I was in this room and I, I was looking around the room and there was various people sitting there, the CEO of Unilever, Ariana Huffington. And there was a spare table that I thought, right. I'm sure there are some more interesting people that are going to come into the room. So I'm going to sit on this spare table with a few other people and see what what else happens. And as I'm sitting there, um, the table fills up 
Um, and we start going around and introducing ourselves. And it turns out I'm on the kind of the sideline table of the room with Richard Branson's um, entourage. So his social media person, his email person. Uh, Branson was nowhere to be seen at the time. Right. And I just thought, oh, my God, I've made a mistake. And uh, this guy comes up to me and goes, James, how's it going? And I'm like, oh, my God, Raj. And Raj was involved in ISEC all these years ago. And the last time I'd seen him was in Sweden at an international conference. And about halfway through the meal, he whispered the, something into the guy's ear next to me. And um, the guy then disappears. And I'm kind of not sure what's going on. Um, anyway, uh, Muhammad Yunus uh, walked in the room oh and it, they, uh, he ended up sitting next to me oh as a result of this connection with Raj and, and asking the person that had been next to me to, to move. And so I ended up having a lunch um, with Professor Muhammad Yunus, a Nobel Prize winner, uh, one of the founders that founded the Grameen Bank and was massively involved in the micro-lending movement, almost, I think, established the micro-lending movement. And yeah. that luncheon, again, the opportunity and how that all kind of came about and manifested was through this you know, amazing network of people that I've, I've built up over my lifetime. And, yeah. and that was a very, very memorable and, and life-changing lunch. Absolutely. Wow, that's quite a story. So, so Raj, if, if I understand you correctly, the person who you knew from ISEC, Raj, he actually yeah. asked that guy to make space so that Mohammed Yunus could come and sit with you? Absolutely. And Raj um, is, is one of the team, actually, working oh. at the B team in New York with uh, these world leaders as well to try and make change in the world. So. And, and he felt that you and Mohammed Yunus should have a conversation. Yeah, I think he maybe saw that I was maybe on a table that uh, didn't have uh, perhaps the star quality that the, uh, the rest okay. of the room was receiving. Yeah. And um, it was a genuine, definitely intentional, um, you know, move it, moving somebody uh, to right. enable me to, to sit next to, to, awesome. to Mohammed Yunus to have that conversation. I mean, Mohammed Yunus, he's literally a celebrity in the microfinance world. He's the one, as you said, who started this whole micro lending movement. Uh, so I'm sure that Absolutely. must have been quite a conversation. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, complete inspiration. And one of the things I said to him, I said, you know, I thought every day, Mohammedin, is you get up and you go and, and you do. And I'm now having lunch with you. Like, how <laughs> how do you decide what to do every day? Because I think maybe we all find this, I, especially as an entrepreneur, I find, you know, what can I do today that's going to make the biggest difference? And Mohammedin is very calmly just said to me, I just do what I think I'm meant to do. And he, he, he removed any pressure or stress. And maybe he can do that because he's a bit more experienced than me. But it came with a very calm, considered, uh, measured, you know, just trust that you're doing what you need to do. Yeah. Um, that for me was, was very uh, calming and very uh, intentional and uh, yeah. amongst other things. But it was a fantastic, fantastic lunch. Yeah, I can imagine. Although... You know, if I was in your position, I don't know what I would have asked. I would have been like, oh, my God, I, I better ask some good <laughs> questions, right? Because <laughs> this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity. You don't want to, you know, ask questions like you, you want to make the best of the opportunity. But anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I think I did. But related to, you know, what obviously we're talking about is, and I think you, you make a really good point, not knowing what to ask. And I think it's one of the things that stops us when we're networking and if we're out and about that we don't know what to say. Mm. Um, and one of the things as well, a, a great opportunity when you're at events is asking a question in the audience. Because if you ask a question, often you have the opportunity to say who you are and your company or where you're from. So you get to broadcast to the room yourself. 
And that always leads into normally kind of very interesting follow-up conversations because then people come up to you and say, oh, you asked that question, etc. And so I give some advice to listeners is if you're you know, at an event or you think there's a possibility of meeting, whether it be people like Muhammad Yunus or, or just everyday people, it's about having a think, what are the key questions that I would want to ask? What would I want to know? What would I want to find out? You know, and, and you can, if you've got a bank of those questions, then you don't get kind of tied up in that stress. Because that's one of the oh, things, good. you know, an event organizer, they always ask, are there any questions? And there's normally for the first few, there's like silence. Yeah. And then the questions start, the people are like, oh, yeah, I've also got a question. <laughs> yeah. And that's why if you're the one, I know event organizers often look to me, they, they know that it will be a good Q&A session because if I'm there, I would generally ask the first question. Yeah. Uh, and that always gets the ice, uh, the ball, ball rolling as well. Absolutely. And I really like this idea of keeping your questions bank prepared in advance of the event, because then you're, yeah. you're not stressed out during the event. You ha- you know, you have your 10 questions, which will more or less work in all kinds of situations, and you can always rely on them. And then broadcasting yourself during that Q&A session, I think that's again a great idea, because then people will automatically start coming up to you because there's something that you said which connects with them and they want to know more about it. Absolutely. And I, I mean, I can make that much more tangible as well for, for the audience. When I was um, involved day to day at the Beans Group and Student Beans, our website all around helping students, I was at an event with Lord Sugar, who is um, in the UK. He, he's the apprentice. He's, he runs. Uh, he's like the on the apprentice as the the person that you okay. go and work for. Yeah. And um, so I asked the question. I said, Lord Sugar. I founded a company called Student Beans and we uh, do a lot of work with millennials. What do you think about millennials and how they work in the workplace and how it's impacting any changes in the environment of what you need to do as an employer? Hmm. And that just framing that gets my name of my company, the relevance of why I'm asking the question, but also making it relevant to everyone in the room because everyone's struggling with what this means to employ millennials and how that impacts the workforce. So, that's the other thing around trying to ask questions that are also relevant for everyone in the room. Um, but it also positions me in a, in a, you know, a very good way. Um, and that's great. Yeah. Wow. That's very helpful because you want to ask things which are relevant to everyone. Cause otherwise I have seen at times people will ask questions which are so specific to their situation that everyone else will just tune off because it's like, okay, you know, this is not really relevant for me at all. Exactly. Um, yeah. And also try not to come across that you're trying to sell yourself yeah. or your business. And hopefully you can see by my example, it positions me that I'm credible. I know what I'm talking about. I know, you know, we do work with millennials. So it gives people the context, but then it also helps to frame it for, for, for other people as well. Right. So, yeah. Right. All right. So great suggestions for how to handle yourself at an event. Uh, what would be your other top one or two ideas on how people can build their network? I think one of the things um, kind of that people kind of maybe misread or get wrong is thinking networking is kind of all about kind of what, I guess, what I can get or I need something or I'm trying to find something. And I think if you reframe it, thinking about how you can help other people that you're meeting, um, that can give you an excuse or a reason to connect, which then builds trust, it builds a relationship um, to then help if then you do want something further down the line. And so a great example is if you meet someone again asking the open question, you know, what are you working on at the moment? What are your challenges at the moment? Or what what's keeping keeping you up at night is a favorite question, um, which is quite um, can be quite jarring for some people. Again, play it in, that, in a safe environment, but you've got a context. And then 
depending on what they say, try and think of things that you can add value. So maybe there's a book that you've recently read that is interesting for them or a podcast that you've listened to um, or um, um, a blog that you've read, which gives a reason why they should give you their card and their details. And then you then start the relationship and follow up. And that's kind of really, really key because um, it's then not about selling, it's not transactional, but it's about how you can add value. And I think it's kind of a term for this around net giving as opposed to networking mm-hmm. um, and thinking how, yeah, you can join the dots and, and connect, whether it be with with tools or things that you found or also other people in the room. And it's a fantastic thing to do that if you meet someone that's asking, uh, say someone's looking for a copywriter and earlier in the evening you've met a copywriter, to connect those two people, you'll have done far added far more value to that person. You'll be remembered uh, by those people far more uh, than anyone else in the room. And, and you're adding value already to, to their network. And so you're demonstrating that you'd be someone useful to, to stay in touch with and to connect. So oh, I think yeah. that's hopefully a good tip that everyone can take. That away. is. Oh, wow. That is so amazing. So you've completely like j- by just that subtle change in context of how you think about this, I think it's such a refreshing way of thinking. Like now you can come up with so many ideas on how I can add value to this person, right? So what you're saying is that instead of like, uh, trying to think about that hey how do I form a connection with this person I want to stay in touch with this person you ask these very simple yeah. questions but you're trying to understand hey what you know what does this person need what 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 is he or she struggling with or what are the key challenges he or she is facing and then you just think of any small thing you can suggest whether it's a book or a podcast or even someone else that they could connect with which will then help them Ab- in some way yeah absolutely and you know it's something a big thing when whenever I'm also asking so um, we lo- re- recently launched Causa in the App Store and I was looking about um, someone connecting um, with people at Apple about how we can optimize um, that and I got introduced to someone and it turns out they were looking for a new job at the moment and I just said to them also look if there's anything you know have a look at my network on LinkedIn if there's anyone I can introduce you to right. you know please let me know because that's also you know extremely valuable and everyone's you know, needs needs potentially help at different times for different things. And, you know, that stands out far more than, you know, what can I get or what do I need immediately? I really like that because I think like, so I consider myself an introvert. I am an introvert. So it's not, it's not exactly... Um, like I'm not always very comfortable with just putting myself out there, even though after having spoken to you and other people, I know that that's really important. <laughs> but uh, well, you seem very comfortable to me interviewing me on on, on here. But, uh. <laughs> a podcast is easier. But anyway, so but I think that by by thinking about yourself as I, I think what you're doing is that you're changing the frame of reference. I'm no longer the person who is trying to network with you. I'm someone who's trying to help you, which I think is a very different way of thinking about it because then you're, it's almost like I'm on your side now, right? I'm not, I'm not trying to cross a bridge. I'm not trying to make a connection. I'm already on your side and I'm, I just yeah. want to know what you need and then I'll help you, which is, I think, such a different way of thinking about it. And it can be a lot easier for a lot of people. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, sometimes it is overwhelming and, and, um, you know, all these people and, you know, everyone, you know, if you reframe it, like, like, as I suggested it, I think, yeah, it definitely gives you a lot more access, uh, to people and and puts people's defenses down. Yeah. There's actually, uh, I don't know if you've heard of James Altucher. Have you? Uh, I have actually. Yeah. Yeah. He, he talks a lot about this, like very similar concept. I think he calls it permission networking where he connects if he finds any two people who don't know each other but he knows them and he feels that the two can help each other out in any way he'll just ask that hey are you okay with me connecting the two of you and then he would introduce them 
So that's how he adds value. So very similar to yeah. what you're saying. Definitely. I mean, I think as well, trying to find what's interesting as well. A lot of people ask the questions, you know, what do you do or what do you do for work? But actually, it's the things on the periphery that make things perhaps more interesting. Um, if you knew someone else, skiing for me is a great one. Like when I connect with someone else who loves skiing, it's just, you know, where's the best mountains to go? Where are the best runs to go? What, mm. what you know, what do you recommend if I was looking to go skiing in the US, you know, where, where would the best place to be? And you, you can see people get excited, you know, I guess there's a drug alone associated, but it doesn't need to be skiing, it could be reading, it could be theater, it could be music. I mean, it's all these peripheral things that actually make life more interesting. And um, I was also sleeping out for charity recently. I did a homeless sleep out. And like that, as an example, we had a bond. There were about 200 CEOs doing that. And that also is a, is a common ground. And that's kind of really key. So I think it's as quickly trying to find something that you've got some common ground on. Um, and actually more that it's not necessarily work-related, but it then ends up coming back to work. Then this whole point of people do business with people and around connection. And if we can facilitate that, that's really powerful. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, James. Once again, this was great. You shared. You always have great, amazing stories to illustrate every single thing. So that's great. Thank you so much. Anything else you'd like to share? So, yeah, I guess, you know, all of the um, the life stories that I've kind of had has all kind of resulted in launching Causa recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of the things I'm talking about is around how we can give people permission and context um, and so, yeah, with, within Causa, which is now available in the App Store, you can download it and you can see who's nearby based on location, but then also which passions they're interested in. And also like a status update, which shares, um, you can share anything from I'm looking for a job or I need help with this. And it comes all from this ethos around how you can position and how you can help. And um, yeah, there's a, there's a real kind of key essence in the stream that if we can help deliver on that. Um, with the app, then that that can be really, really powerful, almost kind of um, supercharging your business networking and opportunities. Absolutely. absolutely. And you you have an element of location also, right, in your app? Absolutely, yeah. So so the app is literally, it's available on the App Store now and you can download it and then it's, you see who's nearest you now. So you can see the nearest 300 people based on location. Oh, it's a great idea. And uh, I believe it's already available across all countries, right? Now you're available in all countries? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so it's an exciting time. And we've already had someone actually do a half a million pound business deal oh, as awesome. a result of using the app. So connecting with someone nearby uh, and uh, yeah, ended up they work together. So uh, really exciting. Awesome. Yeah. So people should definitely check it out. And uh, yeah, that's it. Thank you so much, James. And uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Hopefully, you'll feel better soon. Uh, it seems that you're not feeling on top of the world right now. But hopefully, yeah, I feel better. I feel much better for the call. It's it's great to <laughs> kind of share and I get a lot of energy from your energy as well. So uh, yeah, oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. All right, take care. Bye bye. Well, take care. All right, I hope you enjoyed today's discussion. And if you enjoyed today's discussion as much as I did, you should subscribe to the podcast. Simply go to our website at www.learneducatediscover.com. And in fact, over there, you'll also find episodes from our other podcast, Learn, Educate, Discover, which has discussions with people from various professions, such as a product manager from LinkedIn, an investment banker from Deutsche Bank, consultants from McKinsey and AT Carney, product marketing manager from Facebook, UX researcher from Airbnb, and many, many others. So do 
do check out our website and in fact over there you can also subscribe for our newsletter so check out the website at learneducatediscover.com if you have any questions you can email us at hello at learneducatediscover.com you can tweet at us at led underscore curator and find us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash learn educate discover so that's it for today thank you so much for listening and for your time and until the next one bye bye